0: Welcome back to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast, the podcast for HVAC contractors who are ready to quit screwing around and begin growing their business. My name is Eric Thomas, and I am the host of the show. And this podcast is powered by Rival Digital, which is a full service digital marketing agency for HVAC contractors. What's going on, everybody? Before we dive into this episode, I wanted to talk to you about Service World Expo 2021. It's coming up from September the 21st through the 24th in Louisville, Kentucky, and you guys are not going to want to miss this conference. It is going to be the conference of the year. Trust me, there's going to be over 2,000 contractors there. There's going to be dozens and dozens of partners and other vendors there. There's going to be breakout sessions, workshops, and some special keynote speeches, and you're going to walk away with the knowledge and the insight that you need to grow your business in 2022. So if you want to learn more, head over to ServiceWorldExpo.com and register today. I'll see you there. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Thomas. I'm the host of the show. And today we are joined by Roland Leitenberg from House Call Pro. Roland, how you doing? Hey, man. How's it going? Good, good, good. to see you, Eric absolutely thank you for joining me today yeah no definitely awesome well we're about to dive in this is going to be an awesome episode um i'm excited to share with you all a little bit more about house call pro learn from Roland a little bit about the origin of the company origin of the of the product and and how it can help contractors grow their business um i will go ahead and say before we get started uh If you're interested in anything that you hear today, you feel like might be able to benefit your business and you think Housecall Pro might be the tool for you, you could visit housecallpro.com forward slash rival dash digital and receive 50% off your first three months, which is a pretty sweet deal. Uh, So if this piques your interest at all, definitely go get a demo and check it out. So without further ado, uh, Roland, why don't you introduce yourself for our listeners? Tell them a little bit more about Housecall Pro and really what it is.
1: Sure. Yeah, my name is Roland Leitenberg. I'm one of the co-founders of Housecall Pro. We started the business back in 2013, and we launched Housecall Pro in 2015. So we've been out out and about for the last six years or so. We've been growing super fast. I'd say we specialize in the core mechanical trades. So think HVAC, plumbing, electrical. But we have about over 70 other verticals or trades that we help, um, all the way down to. You know, we got window washers, home cleaners, handyman. So, if you happen to be anything where you're delivering a service at someone's house, um, our software can actually work for you. So, it's for anyone that actually goes and does house calls. That's so kind of our target market. Um, I would say our claim to fame, what was different about us when we launched in 2015, we actually launched mobile first and mobile only. Hmm. So, a lot of other software out there that kind of build this big web platform and then they kind of, you know, they kind of bolt on an app, <laughs> kind of almost mm-hmm. as like an afterthought. But in reality, for most of our folks that are using our software, they're using it on their phone. And so we started there first and then slowly actually built the web platform. So I'd say in the beginning in 2015, we we're really good for owner operators. And now we're great for any kind of shops five to 20 trucks. Uh, we've got a couple 50, 90, 78. Like we've got some other really big shops using us as well. But really, for anyone that's kind of small to mid size, we're going to be a great solution for you. So that's. Uh, kind of the the target, I'd say now we have about 20,000 or more home service businesses using our software. So it's quite a bit and it's all across the U S and Canada. So if you're listening from Canada, yes, you can use house pro. Uh, If you're listening from uh, Australia right now, you can't use it yet. Uh, So we're not, we're not international. So uh, you know, up in U S and Canada. And so for our platform, I would say our really competitive advantage is just the ease of use. It's really easy to use, really easy to get up and running. I would say for new people that you hire into your business, it's really easy to train them on it because it's not ultra complex. And the reason behind it and really the real secret sauce is everything's built on top of uh, Google's material UI design. So that's nerd speak for We're just taking Google stuff and reusing a whole bunch of things. So that little hamburger menu that's got the three things, yep, it's going to be a menu. You guessed it. You know, the little settings, the little cogs wheel, yep, if you click it, you're going to get more options. So a lot of things are going to seem really familiar right out of the gate if you're using any Google products, whether it's like a Gmail, a Google Calendar, et cetera. So... It's really easy for new people to learn, so you don't have to spend a lot of time training them on it, which saves you just a lot of time and frustration when there's new people come to work for your business. And you know, I've heard of other softwares; people have just outright quit. They're like, "No, not mm-hmm. doing this. I'm out." So yeah, yeah. that being said, you know, if you fit in those buckets, if you're in those core mechanicals, if you haven't checked out HouseCall Pro, or maybe you have, and it's been a year or a couple years, you know, we've quadrupled the team, uh, in the last you know, seven or eight months. So we're building super freaking fast. Uh, that means you're going to see new stuff. So don't just think of house called as like one snapshot, it's constantly evolving and growing. It's not like we just build the software and I'm like, okay, now all we're doing is selling it No,
0: <laughs> constant yeah.
1: because of subscription software, you know, we're constantly evolving, constantly building, adding new features, refining existing ones. That's yeah. kind of a, a brief overview for you. Wow.
0: That, that's, that's awesome. There's a lot to dig into here um, especially what I, what, what really resonated with me was the mobile first application for the original house call pro, uh, and really for like the, the cornerstone basis of the, of the product you, what you had said was, it was so spot on. There were so many, you know, back when like CRM started taking off, there were so many people making solutions, you know, starting to make them. And it was only something you could access on a computer and, As we know, most home services contractors are not lugging a laptop into the home with them. They're typically either have an iPad or an iPhone or a mobile device of some sort. And then because so many of these other tools had made it kind of hard to access on these devices, you would have people with like the laptops in their van. And they're like, hold on, I got to go out to the van real quick and, and type it up and then then come back versus just having the iPad there. Um, So how has that mobile first, I guess, ideology uh, or basis helped you all differentiate yourselves in the long term? I would just say in general because it's something that we've spent a lot of time on,
1: and that's kind of our backgrounds before we started Qualcomm or before we started Housecall Pro. We're a company called Qualcomm, which makes mobile chips for all the phones. Any phone you see out there, Qualcomm's making some money off of it. And So oh, wow. you know, we started. We started there, and so that helped us grow really quick. Um, mainly because it's just, like I said, really simple, easy to use, but also easy to get started. So a lot of folks that come to us have either like a QuickBooks account and maybe like Google Calendar, maybe they're using like Square or something, you know, sort of coming from kind of a a duct taped together solution, which is not Mm -hmm. bad, but it's a great place to start. Um, But now they're looking for something that's a little more all-in-one or they're coming from some older software, you know, that either looks like it's kind of like Windows 95-y, you know, and it's, (laughs) it's really like chunky looking and hard to navigate and not very intuitive. So they're coming from there. Either way, we make it really easy just to get started. And so it's, you know, if you have your data inside of something structured like QBO, you literally connect it, we can reconstruct your entire customer history, all the profiles, everything inside of House called Pro, right when you sync with it. If you don't have it, we can help you import everything from customer list, customer history, uh, to your price list. So we can help you either way. Um, but yeah. I'd say typically people get started with us when they're like, "Yeah, I, I want to press the go button." If you're, you know, a smaller company, maybe a one, two, three, four, five, you know, you're up and running less than a week. Um, if maybe a little bit larger, you're up and running in less than two weeks. So yeah. there's some other companies out there that'll tell you, "Oh yeah, here's your three month onboarding plan," you know, <laughs> and here's how many hours you need to spend, you know, and you're like, "What I need." I need two full-time people in the office just to like handle this beast, you know? And so Mm -hmm. for us, you know, if you want to get going, you want to get going fast. uh, It's not super complicated. And it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be like that. Um, You don't have to pay a ton of money for something either. So for us, like, you know, we really fit that great niche between, you know, someone that's, starting a side gig and really they're, you know, the size of the company is zero because they're just doing on the side to someone that's like 20, 20 trucks. Like that's our bread and butter right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and beyond that, if you're a bigger company, you happen to be listening, you're curious, there's a bunch of other bigger companies using this as well. So I'd be happy to refer you over to them um, and tell you why they, they picked us too.
0: Yeah. So let's dive into some of the features and some of the integrations and benefits of house call pro. Um, so I guess, what are some of the key features of the tool or the program?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there's all the things that are kind of like the 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 need to haves, and then you have the nice to haves, you know. So then, like in the need to haves, so you've got everything to do all the scheduling, the dispatching, you know, all the invoicing, kind of collecting payments, uh, all the consumer experience. So the you know the on my way text, which is a really nice one, you know, it shows mm-hmm. they're on the way. Um, all the automations, kind of in between, the ability to send and text invoices, not just email them. People just pay it way freaking quicker on their phone. You know, so there's those which are, I say, almost table stakes at this point. Like if if you're using something and it doesn't do any of the things I just mentioned, switch like, right <laughs> away. Uh, no no doubt. And then I'd say there's some really nice to haves. So, you know, we have integrated financing built in uh, with a company called WiseTac, and it's a really easy consumer experience. Um, I would also say we've got our sales proposal tool, which helps you kind of do the good, better, best. Or if you've got you know multi-star options, like that's at this point you should be doing that with every single bid, not just giving one bid. Uh, I would also say you know we have a ton of integrations uh, available not just um, already pre-built, but also we've got an API that's open for anyone to build on top of. So this is great for working with folks such as yourself that are a little more advanced. You know, you might be working mm-hmm. with Rival doing your digital. Uh, you might be wanting to measure the return on your ad spend, you know. And so yeah. with with the open API, if you're on the Excel account, um, anybody can connect to your account and you can build on top of it. So what's nice about that is obviously, you know, when you when you buy your iPhone, you get it. Preloaded with all the Apple apps, but you always go and customize it. Like I I hate Apple Mail. So I downloaded Gmail and I hate Apple Calendar. So I downloaded a little app called Fantastical. You know, mm-hmm. and so I go and customize my app. So it's nice about House Call Pro is out of the box, it works amazing. And if you want to connect it with some other apps, because we have a Zapier integration, because we have the open API, you can truly build anything on top of it for anything that you do that's custom or different than, than other companies. Uh, and, and that helps make it work for all kinds of companies of all different kinds of sizes that are using probably multiple tools, because uh, there are some other great tools out there that aren't just field service management apps.
0: Yeah. I like that you guys have that open API. I, I didn't know that. And now I'm excited to, because we have a few clients that are using Call Pro And I'm excited to uh, try a few ideas out that I've had for, I guess, for developing WordPress plugins uh, that work with, you know, a tool like House Call Pro, which would be really cool. And I I also like the ability to track the return on investment. So how does some of that tracking capability work? Sure. Yeah.
1: So if you're working with, with an agency like Rival, for example, you know, you're spending X amount of dollars. And when things are created, you know, they're created as a lead, right? Maybe in a lead form, something like that. You can use that to create a job inside of House Call Pro with that lead that's unassigned, unscheduled, Uh, but you can tag it automatically with some sort of verbiage. So, for example, Facebook ad campaign zero one, Facebook ad campaign zero two, or Google local service, one. Google, So you can tag those programmatically, and then you know how much you spend on those ad campaigns for whatever period of time. And then you can actually measure the dollars at the end of the day. So you're not just saying, oh, how many book calls has Rival gotten me? No, you're, you're, you can actually dive down. You can go, look, what are the dollars across these 12 ad campaigns where we spent 10000 bucks? What dollar value did they return to me? Because guess what? The fact of the matter is, when you're doing advertising, you're probably doing tune-up specials. You're probably doing some sort of inspection special. You know, mm-hmm. you're doing some sort of smaller committed hook to get your foot in the door. So that once you get the foot in the door, you can go sell a new replacement. You know, if if, if you need to, and that's yeah. where the real money comes in. And if you're just measuring that first piece you're going to be like, oh, this advertising is not working. It's not worth it, right? Because you're paying a lot of money for the advertising. You're only getting $69. Two-oms. But if you measure the entire impact of what that is, which might be a turnover into a replacement or it might just be a straight up upsell into something else or higher repair or demand tickets, uh, you can actually measure the dollars that you've gained in total. Not just, you know, the first little job that got your foot in the door. And if you're not doing that, you're probably not attributing enough of your budget to marketing because you're probably thinking it's not working as effective as some of your other channels. So that's just something you need to keep track of, Um, especially, you know, if you're spending any kind of ad dollars uh, on Mm -hmm. any of the demand uh, or performance, you know, digital marketing kind of stuff that that rival might be doing with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and and so speaking of advertising, like demand generation type stuff with like, whether it's Google ads, you know, just plain old search ads, or LSA ads, or whatever it may be, how does Housecall Pro integrate with those type of, of those like tactics, if you will, Um, because if I remember correctly, Housecall Pro will integrate with Google My Business, or at least for the LSA ads, is that correct? That's right.
1: Yeah, there's only there's only two companies um, that, that integrate with it. And we're one of them. Mm-hmm. And so when you integrate your local service ads, uh, with with Google, uh, into your Housecall Pro account, you'll essentially get a widget on your booking screen, which looks like a little calendar. So it won't just be a phone call, which is what everybody else is going to have. Mm-hmm. Um, you're actually going to get a little booking calendar. And if you're familiar with booking like restaurant reservations in in Google, you know, if you type it in, you click reserve a table and the bottom, it says like powered by OpenTable. Well, that's where Google's getting the data from. But when you're doing it with LSA ads for uh, home services, you'll see powered by House Call Pro on the bottom. But what's nice is consumers are already booking things online Mm -hmm. and they won't want to talk to anybody. They just want to book it. They'll talk to you after they book, but let them just Mm -hmm. book online right? It doesn't have to be the perfect time, the perfect place with the perfect technician with you know the like everything all perfectly lined up in dispatch, but it' think, consider it as like a really well qualified lead that went through an entire funnel to book you, yeah. right that you should be treating like gold because it is gold. Those are really good. but you know you get that booking calendar only when you're integrated with Household Pro and that, that's unique because we've invested a lot of engineering resources to be able to do that integration. So if you're yeah. out there and you're spending any kind of money, like from all the different ad sources um, and you probably know this too, LSA probably performs the best uh, from a, from a lead quality perspective. And so if you're not doing it and you're spending money elsewhere, you got to make sure you get that Google guaranteed badge, And then you start spending some money on LSA. And if you don't know how to do that, you know, I'd go hit up um, the folks over at rival. Uh, It's pretty easy to kind of get going. Um, But you also want that integrated with your, you know, with your CRM, with your field service management app. So, Uh, there's only two that can do
0: that. And we're one of them. Yeah, that's awesome. And I appreciate the uh, promotion there for us. I agree. (laughs) If you need help with your LSA ads, definitely hit us up. We've been doing it for a while, Uh, actually, since it started, kind of got in with it a little early. Um, So yeah, definitely good leads there. And, and I think that you're absolutely right with, with consumers when they book on their own, I think the quality of that is going to be 10 times better For one particular reason, and that is because when dispatch or your CSR is calling the lead, the CSR or the person in your office is going to try to get them to book for the time that works best for the company, which you're going to say, can you do Thursday at 10? No, I have work. Can you do Friday at 2? No, I got to take my dog to the vet. But when you give the power to the customer, the customer is going to go on there and look and say oh i'm free wednesday at six o'clock so now you don't have to do all this back and forth with finding times you let them pick the time and then you let the dispatch and csr figure out the rest of the stuff on the back end that's right
1: yeah and a lot of people are nervous about like giving up the control but in reality that first meeting most likely is just going to be someone heading out to do a diagnosis or start a sales call and so you know you should be able to free those up because they are super high intent you should make sure you're actually getting to those first and moving some other things around in the calendar to accommodate for those. Because Mm -hmm. those are the ones that are gonna generate new business for you. You've already closed, right, one, the other things that are potentially on your calendar. So don't be afraid to just let it book. Because Mm -hmm. if it doesn't book with you, it's gonna book with your competitor. If it books with your competitor, yeah. they're gonna spend more money on ads and crush you more. So it's one of those things where right now you've got the ability to be a first mover. You got the ability to be an early adopter. You get the ability to go start dominating a market and feeding Google the data which it loves, uh, and it does it with with our integration. I and mean, if you do that, you're gonna you know you're gonna rank higher. Uh, you're going to get more mm-hmm. jobs and you're going to kind of siphon away those jobs from your competitors, right? You, you not just want to win them. You, you want to make sure that you're also kind of taking it away from your local competition because otherwise they're going to use that against you, right? They're going to fund their coffers and they go back to battle with you. So if yeah. you're not doing it. You're not doing it now. Uh, you know, it's still an early adopter phase, but I would say, don't, don't let it lag too long before you make the decision go give it a shot.
0: Yeah. So speaking of early adopters and, and new Uh, trends in the industry. What are some things that you're seeing over on your end uh, as far as trends or just general direction of where the HVAC industry is headed?
1: Yeah, I think one trend is um, everyone that's closing a lot of business is using, using financing. So almost everything gets financed. And I would say it's not necessarily even that uh, for a homeowner, but you can't afford it. And that's why I need financing. It's just nice to pay things on a month to month basis because it allows you to stretch out your dollar. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, do I want to dip into my cash reserves or can I to get that new HVAC system? I wasn't planning to buy. Yeah, I could. But you know, if you offer something to someone for 150 or 250 bucks a month at good rates, right. That are cheaper than a credit card. Cause remember credit cards will come in at an APR anywhere between 15 to 25% ish. You know, and a lot of these financing companies will come in anywhere between 6 to maybe 12% on someone that's got decent credit, right? And I'm not talking mm-hmm. like 550 FICO scores here, guys. Like, those are yeah. people, like, if you're if you're dealing with those types of customers, you're probably hitting up the wrong demographic. But I'm yeah. talking people that are qualified, you know, have 700 scores or over that actually, like, have decent credit, uh, yeah. you know. It, it the, the financing fees are actually really cheap. Um, and then the finance fee via our integration is, is cheap too. It's 3.9%. So it's pretty much the same as taking a credit card. You build that into your cost. That one's never gonna change. And then the variables on the on the homeowner side based on their credit. So if you're not offering financing as a trend, you know, you're you're probably losing deals to people that are offering it. So make sure that's a part of kind of the stack that you have to offer on every single bid that you go on because you never know. And just judging by the Zillow value of someone's home is such a poor way to evaluate someone's <laughs> you know, ability to pay or not. It's a, it's yeah. an indicator, but I mean, remember there's people that live in really big homes that are completely cash poor. Um, mm-hmm. and there's people that live in small homes, you know, that are doing just fine, you know? So yeah. don't, don't just use that as your basis for your like, Oh, are they qualified or not for financing? Just offer it to everybody because it never looks bad. But I so say that that's a big trend. I would say if you're not offering service agreements or memberships, anything that has a recurring dollar amount by, uh, by now, you know, you're, you're really falling behind because you know, in, in this world today, most of the things that I pay for are on a subscription basis. Mm-hmm. Obviously not groceries, but even groceries you can get on a subscription now. Like, yeah. there's, a re- there's a reason why everything's moving to a subscription. So help build some recurring revenue into your business. And maybe it's not just about the dollar amount, but once you win that customer, it's so much easier to keep them and hold on to them than it is to advertise for a new one. So even if you are just breaking even on the cost of sem- sending someone out once a year just to tune it up, you're really giving yourself an opportunity to get in the door at least once a year. And for those of you that are truly interested in growing your business, you're probably thinking about adding a new business unit. So you're probably thinking about, okay, I've got HVAC, let me add plumbing, you know, or I'm plumbing, let me add HVAC, or Mm -hmm. you're trying to add an electrical or maybe even solar. And so any opportunity you have to get a foot in the door, and if you already have that consumer's trust, you have an opportunity to win business for your other business unit. So don't discount it and just think like, oh, this is only for HVAC, this is only for that kind of, it's not true. Uh, we see all kinds of businesses using this kind of methodology. Uh, we even see carpet cleaners using this where they're like, Hey, look, Eric, you got to get your carpet cleaned twice a year. So this package includes two cleanings per year for 40 bucks a month for 40 bucks a month. And now I don't have to worry about my carpets again. That's freaking awesome. You know? And, and so they're doing great. And so now all of a sudden you're paying 40 bucks a month. They've got recurring revenue, whether they do work or not, because it's on you to like give them a call back. So consider those kinds of things for your business. If you're not doing those right now, Hopefully, you've got a way to do it. Um, do it manually if you have to. But obviously, if you use something like Housecall Pro, it'd be a lot easier to just do automatically for you.
0: Yeah. So does Housecall Pro, uh, are, are contractors able to set up financing through Housecall Pro?
1: Yeah. So it's, it's integrated directly into Housecall Pro with one of our partners that actually does the financing. It's called y So once you've been using Housecall Pro for about three months or so, um, or you're already established business so you can upload your business history, just click Apply. And then they'll go in. They'll essentially underwrite your business to be able to offer loans, right? So you don't have to have like fly by night people just offering a bunch of loans to people and taking off. Um, so you can do that straight through Housecall Pro. And then same with the service agreements inside of Housecall Pro, you can just set it up. The customer puts a credit card on file. It'll just auto bill them every single month for you until it fails. If it fails, it retries. If it fails too much, then it asks the customer, "Hey Eric, please update your credit card. Otherwise, your contract's going to expire." Right? So, like, it does it all that kind of recurring stuff for you mm-hmm. automatically. It's going to just gonna save you a ton of time because doing it by manual and uh, writing people's credit cards down on like a piece of paper like that's a, that's a recipe for disaster uh, and oh, yeah. also illegal by the way. Um, <laughs> so, so just be very careful if you're doing
0: that. Yeah. Awesome. I, I appreciate that insight. I think um, I, I always like to see what everyone's seeing, you know, cause we have guests on the show from all over the country. So, and, and we found that in California, you all tend to kind of see some of the trends before we do over here on the east coast same with people in texas and some of the areas where climate is more i guess rig, uh, rigid and kind of up and down humid hot wet all that good stuff so it's cool to hear what everyone has to think or what they what they're seeing um so the last thing i really want to talk about here is that you all also have a podcast uh so tell us a little bit about that I'm sure. Yeah. So during during COVID, we started uh, building
1: a, a podcast. It's called Pro Talks. You can actually find it on YouTube. You can search it up in uh, in whatever podcasting app you're, you're using as well. So just search for Pro Space Talks. You can find it. We've had some fun guests on there. Uh, you should probably recognize like Mark Cuban or Barbara Corcoran or Simon Sinek or Jocko Willink, Wylan wow. Mulali. There's a whole bunch of cool folks who have the chance to interview on there. Uh, and they they deliver some good insight, even though it's a little bit old now because we just we concluded season two. I forget about four or five months ago, something like that. Um, but uh, there's just great content in there. So if you're looking for for ideas um, and what what kind of these titans of their own trades think about the home services space, um,
0: there's some there's some great stuff in there. So go ahead and check it out. Wow. Oh. So out of all the episodes that you've recorded, um, what have I guess one. What's been one of your favorite episodes that's been put out? And then, two, uh, what are some of the key takeaways that people listening to this podcast might be able to expect from your podcast?
1: Well, you'll have to listen. But um, <laughs> I would, uh, it's hard to pick, you know, a favorite guest. I would just say it's pretty amazing to talk to someone, uh, Alan Mulally. You know, he was the CEO of Ford and Boeing. Um, and so literally reporting to him, he was in charge of 3 million human beings, you know? So imagine building a company that's 3 million people right, that report wow. to you inevitably. So, you know, that is just such an insane scale for so long, mm-hmm. um, for such two big, iconic, you know, American companies that, uh, you know, the way that the interview goes and he kind of distills like how he does it, um, will actually surprise you. So If you listen to that podcast, you'll hear kind of about his, you know, his his red, yellow, green kind of methodology for keeping things on track. And so go ahead and give it a listen if you're curious, but there's definitely some things to learn about there and maybe that you can
0: take back to your own business. Awesome. Cool. So yeah, definitely go check that out. Uh, If you're listening to this, another great podcast to listen to when you're driving to the job site or when you're just working on, a unit or you're in a crawl space and you're trying to pass the time until you can get out of there. Um, I know a lot of contractors out there that enjoy listening to it. So it's a great podcast to check out. Um, so Roland last thing before we, uh, before we wrap things up here, uh, if there's a contractor listening to this right now, who is in their first, I'll uh, say three years of business, what's some advice that you would give them to help get them on track to reach their goals?
1: I would just say I have a very curious mindset and always question what you're doing. So just because you've got a process right now that's working doesn't mean that it's necessarily the best one. Sometimes it's really hard to self-reflect. So also be self-critical. I would just say, go ahead and make sure that, you know, I don't know, every month, every quarter, do what's called a retrospective. Uh, Sit down with yourself, sit down with your team and go put down kind of three columns and the three columns, just put good, bad and ugly. And just air it out with your entire team, what things went good, what things went bad, and what things are really bad, you know, and you do that. And there's a reason why two of the three have more of a negative twist on it, because it's really easy to give yourself pats on the back, but it's harder to be self-critical or critical about your team. Uh, Once you do this kind of exercise, go have beers with the crew, you know, take them out, beers and pizza, just go hang out with them. Um, That's a great way. To always make sure that you're constantly being curious and checking in and making sure that there's not anything that's unnecessarily adding friction to the process. So if you can do that and you can spend some time with your team and be open and honest and have that retrospective time, you're going to make some really big changes to your business. um, Almost not without trying, but just even being honest. And putting it out there is important to build build that trust and that functionality with your team. And I would say after the high season, so maybe sometime in September here, um, take some time with the team. You know, they've been working really hard. Um, go get some beers and pizza and go in front of a whiteboard. Put those three columns and talk about what things went good this season, what things went bad, and what things went ugly, what things can use improvement. Um, and then get some action items from it and get ready for next
0: year. Yeah. Rowan, out of curiosity, do you come from like a, a software or web development background? I do not. Um, um, I'm actually not an engineer.
1: Uh, I used to own a dive shop. I used to play professional poker. What else did I do? All nice. kinds of stuff.
0: So I'm um, just, I was curious because when you're talking about retrospectives, that just it, it gave me uh, flashbacks to days of doing web development. We'd have sprints, and then after the sprint, we'd a sprint, we would have a retro. Yeah, and those are always it just reminded me of that. Yeah, definitely we, a good we, thing to implement.
1: We we do we do that uh, at Housecall Pro after every sprint. Um, so do the same there but it it works on all levels right in in any kind of company Uh, it's just if you know if you're into kind of stoic philosophy I'd say my last recommendation is you know if you're looking for a book um, I'd say go get this book here the Daily Stoic by Ryan Ryan Holiday Um, it's a great book it's super easy to read because you don't actually have to read very much it's just one one a day So there's kind of one, one Stoke philosopher quote, and it's kind of explained below, uh, it allows you to think about it a little more, but if you're into kind of like retrospection and and those kinds of things, um, you know, it's not a religion, it's just philosophy. Just go ahead and read it super easy read, but that's definitely a book I highly recommend.
0: And I read every day. Awesome. Well, Roland, I appreciate you taking some time out of your morning, uh, your early morning out in California to <laughs> <laughs> join me here on the podcast before we get going, uh, what's a great way for someone listening to learn more about House Call Pro and potentially sign up to uh, get a demo? Sure.
1: yeah, I, I would just say if you've seen House Call Pro or you haven't seen it, if you're curious, go to HouseCallPro.com. Pro.com. make sure you do the slash rival dash digital because then you're gonna actually gonna get a deal. So I think he'll flash it up here on the screen, but it's just rival Dash digital. Yeah. If you feel like you want to ask me a question directly, just feel it text me. So my number is 858-215-1512. Just shoot me over a text. Um, don't, don't call me in the middle of the day because I'm probably going to be meetings, but shoot me a text. I'm happy to find some time to actually have a call with you. Uh, but yeah, if you, want, if you want to ask directly or anything that kind of popped up that either inspired you about what we talked about today or you got questions on how you can implement some things, I'm always happy to help. So you can always text me, but I would say if you want to sign up for a demo, I've got plenty of great
0: folks that can go give you a tour of the software itself. Awesome. Well, Roland, I appreciate you joining me today. Uh, Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast. And before we dive, I want to remind you all that we will be at Service World Expo from September 21st to the 24th in Louisville, Kentucky at Booth 1401C. So if you will be there, come say hello to us. Uh, We'd love to meet you and love to possibly record a podcast with you because we will be recording podcasts there as well. So without further ado, Thank you all for listening, and until next time, you all be good. See you, guys. Bye.